So Jesus says to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. About 40 of us were camping this past week at a Methodist camp called Kingswood. It's a former dairy farm in the western Catskills. We had an awesome time, did we not? Yeah. But all good things come to an end, and after a week in the woods, we were, well, I won't speak for you, I was ready to come home. (laughs) So we packed a 15-passenger van full of people and stuff, and we drove down to the Kingswood barn, along with all the other cars, and we parked there for a few minutes because suddenly a monsoon came out of nowhere and drenched everything, including us. When things cleared, I went to start the van again, and nothing happened. It barely clicked, it didn't turn over, and it definitely did not start. The rest of the cars had gone on ahead. (laughs) But fortunately, Don Kirby was still there and came to the rescue, as he so often does. And he drove the camp truck over to us, and he cut out a set of jumper cables. We hooked them up, and still nothing, nothing. Now, I had a fifth, did I mention it was a 15-passenger van full of people and stuff? I had a 15-passenger van full of people and stuff. It's not like we could just hail an Uber and get, you know, the 200 miles home that way. There was no other option. We had to get back, so we had to get that van started. So we waited a while. We grabbed a guy who was good at uh, mechanical things and connected the jumper cables all over again, and we tried again, and nothing. And the guy who was good at mechanical things said, I think your battery's dead. And we're like, we know our battery's dead, but nothing. So we called a garage nearby, and we waited, and we waited, And we waited. We had to get the van started. We had no other way to get home. We had no other option. And that was the situation for the crowd looking for Jesus that day at Capernaum. They had to find him. They had to find Jesus. They had to connect with Jesus. For them, there was no other option. And they had to do it. Now, if you were around here last week, you may remember that Jesus figured out some way to feed 5,000 people in the middle of nowhere. And they all ate, and they were all filled. And they wanted more. More bread and more Jesus. But Jesus wasn't there anymore, so they jumped in some boats, and they sailed to Capernaum. As Lee explained last week, we we don't really know the exact place where Jesus fed those 5,000 people, although there's been a church on the spot where it might have been for the last 15 centuries. Capernaum, though, is a place, an actual place, Capernaum in Hebrew, the village of Nahum. And Capernaum, according to the Gospels, functions as a kind of a home base for Jesus. It's his base of operations throughout much of the gospel story. It's where Peter is from. It's where his brother Andrew is from. And so it makes sense that the crowd would go there to find Jesus. They have to find him. They've tasted what Jesus had to offer. 
they want more of what Jesus has to offer. They tasted the loaves, and though Jesus tells them that they've eaten their fill, now they want more, sure enough. And they want something else. They want something else, it seems. Here's what I think it is. They've tasted the bread, but they've tasted the goodness of God. I think they sense in Jesus a way to be connected to the source of life, the source of spiritual power. They don't have another option. They need to connect, and they need Jesus. For those moments on the shore of the lake, they had felt connected to something beyond themselves, and they felt connected to each other in kind of a different way than they had before, and they wanted that connection. They didn't have another option that worked for them. Sure, there were probably other ways to connect with God, and maybe they had even tried them, but while those other ways had worked for other people, maybe they didn't work for those who had been touched by the bread of life there on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Those who had been connected through Jesus to the source of life, to the source of power, the source of the Spirit. And so they went looking for Jesus. They jumped in the boats, and they went looking for Jesus. He kids them when they find him that they were only after the bread. They say, you like the bread, you come here for more bread. But he knows better. They're looking for the bread, but they're looking for something else. They're looking for the bread of life. They're looking for that way of connecting that had worked for them in a way that other things hadn't worked for them. For them, there wasn't another way, not another option. That's why they go looking for him and why they're desperate to find him. But Jesus, you know, (laughs) the thing is, Jesus isn't that hard to find if you're really looking for him. He's not hiding And he's not far away. I can think of a lot of stories in the Gospels where people go looking for Jesus, but I can't think of a single one where they go looking for him and they don't find him. From the shepherds and the magi to Nathaniel and Nicodemus, right through to Mary Magdalene, there in the Gospel, in the garden after the resurrection. He's not that hard to find. He can be found. If you go looking for him, he's there. And sometimes he even comes looking for you. Okay, but those people in Capernaum were desperate. They were desperate to find something. They were desperate to find their connection to the source of life, to the source of that spiritual power. They were desperate in a way that maybe not everybody feels desperate. I want to ask you something, since we're all here together in one big happy family in our happy social hall, which is, believe it or not, cooler than what's upstairs. Today, it's a hot Sunday in August, and it would have been easy for you to stay home. I shouldn't tell you that, but it would have been pretty easy for you to stay home. But you're here. So why are you here? Why did you get up this morning and come here? Why did you come here? Anybody? Change. Change? Yeah. To praise your God. Okay. What else? Meet people. people, Connect. All right. Anybody else? Acquire more knowledge. Yeah. Acquire more knowledge. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. If you're looking to me for that, I don't know. Yeah. To get through the week. week. Yeah. To get through the week. Right. Along this community. Yeah. 
All right, to connect. Amen. All right, yeah. You're like my uncle, Uncle Larry. All right. All right. Well, you found your way down here when you got here, and, you know, where we never are. When was the last time we were here? Like 20 years ago. And how did you find your way down here? Anybody? You followed the signs. All right. You're like those crowds. You're looking for the signs, and you found the signs. Thank you. I didn't even tell you to say that. Here's the thing. Jesus tells us, as he told the crowd, you don't need the signs. You don't need signs. Well, maybe you needed the signs this morning. But he tells, we don't need, we don't need magical things. We don't need hocus pocus. We don't need something amazing, some miracle amazing thing to find Jesus. It's easier than that. And to find that connection to God through Jesus is not that hard. Here's what you need to do, says Jesus. He says, first you need to look. If you don't look, you're not going to find anything. And second, he says, you need to believe. Well, that's kind of interesting. If you don't bother looking, you don't find anything. And if you won't believe, won't trust, won't take a risk, won't take that leap of faith, it's going to be hard to connect. So let me say one more thing. Let me get back to that van that we left by the Kingswood barn, because you, you may have noticed that I'm here this morning. So something happened. And I didn't leave anybody else back there, as far as I know. So here's what happened. We sat in the, in the barn for a while, while it rained. Friendly people fed us. They got out games for the kids to play with. They called the garage again to see where this guy was, who was supposedly on his way. And when the guy got there, he took a look at the van and said, your battery's dead. <laughs> we said, we know, we've been trying to jump it, and it doesn't work. So he said, yeah. And he connected up his cables to our battery, and voila, the thing started. We said, why didn't it start for us? And he said, you had a bad connection. He said, your jumper cables must be shot. You had no way to connect. And without a connection, you can't get charged up. He actually said that. I was like, thank you. You can't get charged up without a connection. Now, Jesus is my connection, my connection to God and to the source of life and to the source of my spiritual power and ability to get through the week. I've tried other connections over the years, and I know they work for other people, but they didn't work for me. I couldn't find that connection, not one that, that got me charged, <laughs> until I realized that Jesus is there and, and can be found and can be that connection. Jesus calls believing that act of trusting the work of God. And that's a little strange. We usually think of belief as some sort of gift that comes to you, or it doesn't. But Jesus seems to be saying something a little different here. He describes this act of believing, this act of trusting, this act of being able to rely on him as the work of God. In other words, you need to put a little something into it, says Jesus. Sure, faith comes at funny times in funny ways, but you need to make a little effort to find that good connection to God and to count on that connection and to trust in that connection. That's the work of God. That's the start of the work of God. And the work of God continues into the work of love and justice and reconciliation and compassion. But you need to get that spark going. So 
look for Jesus is not that hard to find. He can be that connection if we look, if we believe, if we trust and do the work of God.